You're listening to Jack Barksdale's Roots Revival. So, ladies and gentlemen, Jack Barksdale. Hey, everybody, it's Jack Barksdale here. Welcome to another episode of Jack Barksdale's Roots Revival. Today's episode is sponsored by the Greenwood Saloon in Bluffdale, Texas. It is one of the coolest places I've ever been to. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it was like the the second time I ever played in public was at the Greenwood. Yes. They have an awesome picker circle on Sundays, and they have amazing shows during like the weekend, right? Or the yeah, amazing owners Brian and Julie. Yes, they're amazing. We love them. So definitely, if you're anywhere near Stephenville or Granbury, Texas, definitely go and check out. Greenwood. It's awesome. So, Mama? Yes. Hi. I'm here with you today. How about you tell everybody what we're doing, what we're talking about? So, you and I were having a discussion at one point about, I don't know, I was calling them the Trinity, these three really influential singer, songwriter, musicians that influenced me as I was growing up. Mm Mm-hmm. And I listened to them and I listened to their music and I imitated how they wrote. And I, they were very, very influential on, on me as a teenager and then on into my twenties and thirties. And now in my forties, they're still the foundation of what I like to listen to musically. Mm -hmm. And of course, being your mom, Mm -hmm. there's that trickle down effect that, Definitely. They became influential to what you listen to. Yeah. And we found these cool, crazy circles that circle back. One of one of my really influential singers, songwriters, was Lucinda Williams. Mm-hmm. And the album that I started listening to her was after the... Was maybe her second, third one. Mm-hmm. But her first one is almost all blues covers. Yeah, and uh, actually a lot of it is like traditional blues. Or traditional blues, yeah. And I and had no idea yeah. and I didn't even really like know those songs blues. by her at the uh-huh. time. But as we were going back through it, we realized she was playing music that's a huge part of what you listen to. Yeah. Which was a crazy cool circle of like music. A, and that's what's cool about music. Yeah, like and this is on one of her later albums, but uh, she does a cover of I Ask You For Water and You Give Me Gasoline. Yes, one of my favorite ones. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, that's an old blues song. Right. Yeah, a bunch of people have done that one. Yeah. yeah. It's a cool one. Well, and then even going back, and the more that I learned about music, I would find references in her music that I didn't realize, like, talking about Robert Johnson. Yeah. In a song, or, and uh, that one's too cool to be forgotten. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's really cool the way that that circle forms um, and how we discover the more that we look at what people listen to, how it's all interconnected. Yeah. And you've already told us about one of the people from your Trinity. Like, what is the, the full so, trifecta? The trifecta. And that's probably more accurate a term is the trifecta. Um it was, and probably still is, Lucinda Williams, mm-hmm. Nancy Griffith, and Kelly Willis. Which, those are just some amazing and it, songwriters it, and singers and 
players. It just and it also kind of covers this whole wide span of types of music and types of writers. Yeah. And um you know, as a teenager, Lucinda was this cool badass. Mm-hmm. Like she was so cool and she was empowered. And she was going to go off and do things the way she wanted. Yeah. And that's what she wrote about. And that's what she sang about. And it was so empowering to me. And as a, as a teenage girl, I'm like, I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sell my silly dresses and nylon hose. And when I get where I'm going to go, where I'm going, I'm going to buy all new clothes. Like that, like I just connected with that in a powerful mm-hmm. way. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I mean, still, like, as we're talking about it, I can feel that of how I, she would, I would listen to her songs and I'm like, yes, like, I could just get, it would ramp me up to, yeah. you know, be who I wanted to be and, and go out, you know, kind of go chasing my dreams and yeah, things like that. Kind of feels like on a, on a normal day, there's like these little, these little holes in you. And then when. You hear that, it just kind of fills you. Yes, all yeah, up. yeah. And fills you all have those little holes. Yes, <laughs> and you're. It gives you that courage and strength to do and be what you want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that was really what Lucinda did for me. Mm-hmm. And I I love her. Like I just still I love her newest album. Love the newest album. Like mm-hmm. it's yeah. just. But I mean, I love her whole body of work. There's things that I've listened to more that yeah. I connected to at different times in mm-hmm. my life. Yeah. But, man, Lucinda is just one. I, and I will say, I don't know how I would rank the three that I love. I don't yeah. know that I could. <laughs> they would all get gold medals from me. Yeah. But, um, but Lucinda was that one that really, really empowered me and probably still does. It seems like she still does that where she she writes what she wants. She plays what she wants. She does it on her terms. And, man, I love that. Like, That's I really love cool. that about her. Yeah. And also, her music's good. Yes. It's so good. Yeah. Her writing is so accessible. Mm-hmm. But literary. And I believe, I'm pretty sure, that her dad was an English professor. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense. Like, I feel that mm-hmm. from yeah. the way that she writes. There's a literary element to it. Um, and so many of her songs, to me, are short stories, basically. Yeah. Put to music. Not to discount, though, the music. Yeah. Lucinda rocks out that guitar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... And that's just one of your yes, trendy. yeah, right. So, <laughs> yeah, that's probably a problem. Lucinda's probably a whole episode. Yeah, probably yes. mo- most of the people that we're going to talk about today know, right? are a whole podcast. Right. We should say this is part one. Yeah. Until we get cut off and like this is too long, guys. Yeah. Um. So my another one is Nancy Griffith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm doing her before Kelly only because from what I've read, Nancy Griffith 
kind of, and I'm using air quotes, discovered Kelly mm-hmm. Willis or sent her record people, company people to go listen to Kelly when she heard Kelly playing in Austin. Mm-hmm. Austin, I think that's right. Um, Nancy Griffith is, she's got like this, how would you describe her voice as a singer? Well, I, you always say that it's like really pretty, but also it kind of has like a nasally aspect to it. Right. And, uh, I don't know. It's hard to explain. I guess you really just have to listen to it, but it's. It's really cool. It is, and it's unique. Yeah. It's, it's definitely not just your normal stereotypical voice. Mm-hmm. Um, so Nancy Griffith to me, and I believe if I'm correct on this, she's from a small town outside of Lubbock, Texas. Yes. And that part was part of what I connected with with her. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. as much as I had that Lucinda part of me that I connected with that where I wanted to get out of the small town and I wanted to go and chase big dreams and go different places. Mm-hmm. And Nancy Griffith to me allowed me to be sentimental about what I had come from mm-hmm. the small town, Texas that I had grown up in the, the ranchers and cowboys that were my heritage mm-hmm. yeah. to still feel to, to feel sentimental about those aspects of who I was, but also to go and chase those dreams. Yeah. Um, because she would write these pretty songs about like once in a very blue moon mm-hmm. Yeah. that, or, um, and I don't know all of which ones she wrote and didn't write, mm-hmm. but she does one like the, um, there's a lot beyond these woods, Mary Margaret or, yeah. and then like love at the five and dime, which yeah, is, Whereas I would think of Lucinda's as short stories, Mm -hmm. Love of the Five and Dime is like this little movie. Yeah. And it's beautiful. And it's, it's, there's a way that she does it. And um, we're going to do a playlist for this. Yes. For these women that we're talking about. And um, the one that we are putting on there is the live version where she tells the story about it. And it's so cool. I I love these people are such great storytellers. They are. And it and it reels you in. Now, also cool with Nancy is that there's two cool things about her other than just all of her music and that I think she's awesome. <laughs> but um later, after I had already really listened to her and you know, just in the last few years, um I was on YouTube looking up a video and she popped up and it was her on the David Letterman show Mm -hmm. and she was singing Guy Clark's Desperados. Yeah. Desperados waiting for a train. And she had like 10 people up on stage with her, not like a full band, but like 10 people with their guitars and mics. And it was Guy Clark and it was Rodney Crowell and it was Steve Earle and it was Jerry Jeff Walker And I don't remember all the other ones off the top of my head, but she had gotten this cool gig to play on the Letterman show, which is a good get. And she had brought all these guys 
that were influential to her and that were important to her to sing this song. And they all sang like half a verse because there were so many yeah. of them. Like they couldn't swap off verses, but it was the coolest thing. And I loved yeah. that that, and then, you know, anyone who's listening knows you're a Towns fan. Yes. Huge Towns fan. Love Towns. So again, on YouTube, scrolling along and this video pops up of Nancy Griffith and she's going to sing to Coombsa Valley. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's cool. Um, I know it's a, a town song. Mm-hmm. Like that's It's a beautiful song. I'm like, that's really cool. And it, it's on one of her albums that she did, uh, Other Voices, Other Rooms, where she's yeah. doing covers with all these other musical influences in her life, uh-huh. which is very... And also the people who wrote the songs. Sometimes. And sometimes they're, she has them mixed on different songs. Yeah. Um. But then, as I'm watching this YouTube video, she does this whole spiel about how, without Towns Van Zant, there would be no Nancy Griffith. Mm-hmm. That that would, he was that big of an influence on her becoming a songwriter. And then she calls Towns out, and he comes and does Tecumseh Valley with her, and it was a really cool thing. And then for yeah. me, watching it, it was very cool because she was so influential for me and the music that I listened to, and. Mm-hmm. Her more than any of them, how I write. Yeah. I was influenced by by her. Um, and then she's talking about how she was so influenced by your biggest influence. Yeah. Which was Towns. a cool, it was one of those really uh-huh. cool yeah. circles. And uh, now I think we should talk about Kelly a little bit because <sighs> Kelly, Kelly is Willis. on both of our tri- uh, trifectas. Yeah. Definitely. Well, and Kelly Willis, to me, it will probably always be like that cool girl that was a couple year, years older than I was in high school that I always just thought was like the coolest thing. Because mm-hmm. she's just a little, she's not very much older than I am. And so I just always kind of admired her that way, like, and looked up to her and thought like, oh, that's so, she's such cool woman and she's out Mm -hmm. there doing this thing but I guess I connected with her a little bit more on that level that we were kind of of an age like about the same age Mm -hmm. we got married around the same time we like the stages in her life she was going through similar to what I was like a couple years before I got married she got married like a couple Mm -hmm. years she had a kid and then a couple years later I had a kid and it was kind of like that. So her songs, and as songwriters do, are affected by the things in their life. Like They would resonate with me in that way. Mm, yeah. That when she's writing about, you know, that, that feeling of loving that child, that, like in a way that you could never imagine. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I get that. <laughs> and so, but all of that aside... Kelly Willis does the coolest songs and writes the coolest songs. But Kelly Willis's voice is, I don't know the word to describe it. It's magnificent. She has this pure, lovely voice that just, knocks you back in your seat yeah because you've you've said this before that like uh well you say it you're a lot 
Like when she gets up on stage. Well, well when she gets up on stage yeah. and she's she's beautiful, mm-hmm. but she's also she's not very big. She's not a big, you know, she, she especially when she's up there with Bruce cuz Bruce is oh, like 6'5". Yeah. And so she's she's a little shorter than Bruce and she's got on her dress and her cowboy boots and she steps up to the mic and then she just blasts you with that voice. Yeah. It just knocks you back off your off your feet. Yeah. Singing a song. And uh you know more of like the well, you know basically all of her albums and songs, but I I do. In fact, Kelly Willis's EP Fading Fast was the first CD that I ordered through the internet. Back <laughs> in the 90s, I found it on some website and I they didn't even like I didn't even put my credit card on the internet at that point in the world. So I like mailed them a check to somewhere in Austin and they sent me the CD. That's cool. Back. <laughs> that was like the first one I ever bought. That was not like going into the store and buying a CD was because I was in California in school. And so I couldn't get it from Austin. Uh And so I mailed off for her EP. That's cool. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, more of because that's what you grew up listening to is more of her older albums. But I know more of like her... uh, more of her older albums. Right. And uh, like a lot of the ones she did with Bruce. Right. Uh, yeah. Bruce Robinson, her husband, is also We've amazing. done a whole podcast on yeah. him. And Kelly needs her her own podcast as well. Very We're going to need so. to do an episode on Kelly. Yeah. Obviously. And, uh, yeah, but her songs and the songs that she covers even are right. just so good. Yeah. She has it's such just... a good selection and... What I find with all three of those women that we've talked about is that whether it's songs that they wrote or co-wrote or just that they've selected to perform or record or however it is, they're so authentic to them. Yeah. That they really, they're not covering a song. Mm -hmm. They're just, they're presenting a song that maybe they didn't write, but presenting it through their own experiences yeah. and their own point of view. And uh, I don't think I've even talked about my trifecta, but Yeah. <laughs> but uh uh well, Kelly's on it. Yeah, so mine is uh, Kelly and uh a great band that we actually found through Kelly. Y'all went to go see uh, a think, Bruce and Kelly a Bruce and Kelly concert. Right. And, and uh, they were opening yeah, for so them. Yeah, so the Trishes. Yes. Which is uh this like amazing Texas super group. Right. And uh yeah, it's uh Liz Foster. Yes. Um Savannah uh, Welch. Savannah Welch, Kelly McWee, and Jamie Lynn Wilson. Yes. And it is the the the, the harmonies. The harmonies, the songs, the, the musicianship. The musicianship. Yes, it is just their albums are so good and they have uh, if you go on Spotify, they have they have an EP, right? Uh, a single, and an album, right? And uh, so they didn't put out very much music, but what they did put out is just so so good. Good, I know. And it it's and again, it, it's that there's this authenticity to them. Yeah, that is 
It's powerful when you listen to it. Yeah, and it's and basically then they're just all at their prime. <laughs> and they're just blaring out this um these amazing harmonies and uh it's just amazing. And yes, they are. And I love that like you got to experience that. Like yeah. watching them do their thing uh-huh. because they are, they're really cool. Yeah. And it is cool to see them step up there and do these songs that, and you, most of them, one of, one of the Trishas wrote, none of their names are Trisha, but the yeah. group was the Trishas. And usually one of them was a co-writer mm-hmm. on the songs. Yeah. They're all songwriters. Uh-huh. They all have spectacular voices. Yes. And, you know, they were really good performers. Yeah. I don't think this was really any of... Now, I don't know that Savannah had been in a a band before, but she's from a musical family. Yeah. Um, But I know the other three had all performed in groups or bands before. Uh And there was... the way they just all clicked together was a really, really cool thing. Yeah. Now, so Kelly and the Trishas were part of your trifecta. Yeah. And I think and then, you have another one. Yeah. So my trifecta is Kelly, Kelly Willis, the Trishas, and uh, Kelly McWee. Who's part, who's of, the part Trishas, of the Trishas. But she also she has, has a an, solo. Yeah. She has an amazing solo album called... Uh, I always thought it was called River Girl. It's not. Yeah, it's called a. Uh, what is it? Uh, some. Uh, I don't remember. Nobody lives here. No, it's not that. No, but um, it's something like that. Yeah, but her solo album is just so. So amazing. And it is. And the, the musicians that she got on that album. Yeah. And the songwriting on that album. And she even covers a John Fulbright song. Which we love some John Fulbright yeah, around here. Yeah, even before I, I knew who John Fulbright was. But uh, she, that admit, that album is just top notch. Well, and her voice, and Kelly actually is one of the singers in Shiny Ribs now. Oh, yeah. Uh, a Texas band with amazing musicianship and vocals um, and dancing and dancing <laughs> yes uh and outfits their yeah. outfits are amazing but kelly's voice yeah there's just man it's a it sucks you in she's got yeah. and if if you don't know some of the people that we're talking about go look up look them up immediately listen, listen to everything listen to everything <laughs> well and, and we're uh, gonna do a playlist yeah and We'll put it on Spotify and all the, yeah. or wherever we do that. And, uh, and I think we should probably just name off some. So some, we're going to have people. a hard time getting them all in here. Yeah, but, but just, we might just name some of them off. And most of them are, we're going to have to go back. Uh, yeah. Well, Cause so, well, we kind of spun out from there into other women, singers, songwriters, musicians that either we listen to that are more widely known. Yeah. But also this really great group that you get to be friends with. Yeah. Which is very cool and share a stage with. And that's, 
That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, Dolly Parton. <laughs> Dolly's awesome. Dolly's a whole episode. Yeah. But she's amazing. Yeah. Also, if you haven't heard her version of Mule Skinner's Blues, it's really good. And that was a Jimmy Rogers song? Yeah. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Um, Emmy Lou. Emmy Lou Harris. Yes. To me, and we were talking about this a little bit. As much as Dolly is over the top mm-hmm. and out there, Emmy Lou is almost the opposite. Yes. Like she's kind of subtle and uh-huh. not quite so like over the top. Yeah. But both of them are these powerful, cool singers and women yeah. and songwriters. And I grew up when I was little, my mom had a cassette tape of the trio, which was Emmy Lou, Dolly, and Linda Ronstadt. And we would yeah. listen to that. We probably wore that cassette tape out. My mom would listen to that over and over again. <laughs> amazing. Talk about amazing harmonies. Yeah. It is. We'll have one of, we'll put one of the trio on the, yeah. on the playlist. Yeah. Because but, uh, they're amazing. Yeah. But uh, Emmy Lou, her albums in like the mid to late 70s. Yes. And uh, I'm, I'm sure after that, just uh from the ones that I have like the, the really listen to really listen to and like I have I have the record and I can look at the liner notes and stuff right that it's kind of just like a little time capsule and what was going on and like that guy Clark Rodney Krause Steve Earle that kind of scene right and uh but then also connecting with that Graham Parsons yeah like that scene. California yeah, yeah. It, that's what I mean like she was a little bit of everywhere yeah, but those albums are just so good. And her voice is crazy awesome. And, and still is. Because yeah. that's and amazing, too. And some of her albums, like uh, the albums that she did with like Rodney Crowell. Yeah, which were so recently. Good. She yeah, did a couple recent. with him yeah, that were really, really great yeah. albums. Yeah, just... Like Bluebird Wine, I think, is one that oh, they yeah. did on a yeah. recent album. And I, and I don't know who wrote that song, but I know that uh, Rodney did that song when he was younger by himself. And right. Emmy did that song when she was younger by right. herself. And I love and, that they're doing it together now. Yeah. 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 And that's a really cool version of that. And, uh, yeah. Okay. So, r- seriously, this one's like another whole episode of the podcast. Maybe two. A- Amy LeVere. Yeah. Amy LeVere. Okay, and this is going to be one we're going to say, if you haven't heard of Amy LeVere, maybe just stop what you're doing right now. Stop this podcast. Go listen to her whole library of work, her whole catalog of works. Yeah. And then come back. She's amazing. She is the, and I've said amazing several times, but these women are that we're talking about are just there are a reason why they're there's a reason why they're on our list. They yeah. are that astounding. But, but her she's a bass player. She's an upright bass player. Yes. And uh that's really something that you don't really see all the time is like a, a lead singer and like a band leader that's an upright bass right. player. Yeah. But she's she rocks it. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's awesome. Well, and she's one that we know. We've yeah. met Amy. Uh-huh. Um You've gotten to play with Amy before yeah. several times. Uh-huh. And her, her husband, Will Sexton, uh, plays guitar with her. And 
he's awesome. It, it would probably be the same thing. Yeah. Just stop right now. Go listen to everything. Especially, I'm going to say, especially both of their most recent albums are spectacular. Yes. They are really, they've just come out in like the last calendar year. Uh, and and Will amazing. doesn't do many albums. No. And especially there's none of them on Spotify. Right. But, uh. So, Amy LeVere, and they're out of Memphis. Yeah. She does these cool, sometimes quirky. Yeah. Songs that, well, her singing voice is. Awesome. It's beautiful. It's mm-hmm. so beautiful. Um, but she tells these stories that just, man, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. And she's one of these that also, I mean, her record, her studio recorded stuff is amazing, mm-hmm. but she's very fun live. Yeah. Like she gets this cool vibe when she's live. Yeah. She and Will, they're, they're good performers. Yes. And and you buy into that and as an audience like you you get yeah. invested yeah in, now, in their show yeah yeah now we should probably move on down the yes. list our friend caitlin butts she is awesome she's out of texas oklahoma she's from oklahoma yeah. but she's in the texas scene as well uh-huh. um she has a beautiful voice yes she is a really really gifted songwriter yeah she does some beautiful songwriting. In fact, our favorite song of hers is not recorded. Yeah. Where you can get it. Yeah. Uh, it's called Elsa. Yeah, Elsa. And, and also, uh, like, uh, It Won't Always Be This Way. That it Won't Always Be This Way. I love, I love, that, love that song. It's beautiful yeah. and is heartbreakingly. Both of them are heartbreakingly beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and she has a, the, um, is it an EP or a full-length album? I think it's an an album. Yeah. That's really good. But what we've heard her play live more is more recent stuff and they're not recorded. Yeah. But go look up some Caitlin Butts. She's amazing. Yeah. Even if you have to go on YouTube or something to find those those newer songs, they're really good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm going to have to get like really fast because we're like about to get cut off. Shannon McNally. Yes, she is awesome. She is. And if you go to iTunes, it's not on Spotify, but if you go to iTunes, she does a really cool album with Amy LeVere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and she does a really cool uh, Guy Clark song. Oh, yeah. She does a cover of Black Haired Boy. And also, she's another one of those. If you can catch her live, she rocks out. Yeah. Great guitar player. She rocks out and is a lot of fun. Yeah. Um. Courtney Patton. She and yes. I would say Shannon is a friend of ours and mm-hmm. so is Courtney Patton. Yeah. Um Courtney Patton's a local person. One of the first people to get you on stage to play. Oh yeah. 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 But she's a beautiful songwriter. Yes. She can harmonize with anyone or anything. Yeah. She's so gifted at that. She could harmonize with a washing machine. She it's beautiful the way and just to watch her find the gaps and live watch her harmonize yeah. is it's a work of art mm-hmm. how she puts her voice in there and layers it in it's beautiful mm-hmm. i love it yeah we love courtney mm-hmm. and also she's a hoot yeah <laughs> um izzy 
Izzy. Now, Izzy, you've heard us talk about before. She's actually, you've been on the podcast as a guitar slinger. Yes. One of the guitar slinger episodes was with Izzy. She's a youngin. <laughs> I'm saying that as an olden. <laughs> I think she's just 20 still. Uh-huh. Um, Izzy. You talk about Izzy. Yeah. She's your friend. Yeah, she, so definitely go check out her album right now. You can't, it's hard to find it when you look up her name. We'll put her but, uh, in the in our playlist. Yeah, but the and album. And you can kind of track the album down from there. Yeah, but the album is called Live at Black Shield Studios. So if you look that up, you'll find it. It's a, it's a little EP she made. I'm hoping she puts out more music soon because she is so good. She is. But, uh, she is so good. But her guitar playing is, I don't know even how you it's describe raw. it. I've There's never, this raw element to yeah, Izzy. I've never heard anything like it before. It is the coolest thing I've ever heard. It's so awesome. I feel like Izzy's singing and songwriting and guitar playing is kind of like an exposed nerve. Like yeah. it just like hits you. Like, you can't, there's nothing, like, you just are feeling it and feeling it. And it's Uh raw and just, it's emotional and it, man, it's it's electric. It's amazing. Yes. And uh, I mean, she's playing acoustic, but the vibe is electric. (laughs) Yeah. And her guitar playing is very rhythmic. Yes. And really, 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 really cool. Yes. And her songwriting is amazing. Yes. And you know what? Just I just thought, and she's not on the list, but she reminds me. Oh, Izzy reminds me a lot of her. Marina rocks. Oh yeah. And I, I feel like they Marina is kind of raw too. Like there's yeah. this element to that, and her guitar playing is Izzy is yeah. very much like how Marina plays guitar. Uh-huh. Um, also, go check out Marina rocks. She's yeah. awesome. She rocks. She does <laughs> rock. Iris Dement. Iris Dement, I so I love so many of her songs, but one of my very favorites is uh, "Easy's Getting Harder Every Day." Definitely go check that out. Go check out all of her albums, yes. all the ones you can find. Yes, she is amazing. Our town also amazing. Our town, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, let the mystery be. Yes, yeah, yeah. beautiful. Um, so these are more so Etta James. Etta James, yes. We love Etta in this house. Yeah. We're kind of big Etta fans. We saw her on Muscle Shoals. And, I mean, I had heard some of her new, like, some of her stuff. But that that little snapshot that they did into her time in Muscle Shoals, I just fell in love with her. Yeah. But I love Etta can can sing me anything. Yeah. Anytime. Love it. Yeah. And also... Uh, definitely go check out the, go look up the album that she did at Muscle Shoals, Tell Mama. Yes. Uh, it's, uh, that's the name of the album, Tell yeah. Mama. And the uh, song. And the song, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's really good. Also go look at, uh, go listen to her album, uh, Edda James Rocks the House. It's a live album. She is. She rocks. Yeah. The house. She rocks the house. <laughs> and yeah. I think, that, what does the announcer say? Something about it's time for the star. It's star time. It's star time. And that is Edda. Like, yeah. It's star. It's always star time with Edda. Yeah. yeah. I remember, and I love that about her. Yeah. I remember they said in the documentary, like, you think 
she's at her best, like in the studio. Right. Like when you think that her singing is at her at its best and she can't do any better, make her really, really mad. And then she goes next level. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> love that. <laughs> um, Loretta Lynn. Yes. Now, I guess Loretta isn't really the style that you or me will listen to regularly. Right. It's but, not so much. But it is... I could listen to it all day. Yeah. It's, well, and Loretta did things her way. Yes. And, like, some of her songs, like, they're like, you can't put that out. It's like, why not? It's not I, what we talk about in yeah. songs. Yeah. <laughs> why not? They're my songs. Yeah. And also that she wrote. Yeah. Wrote her songs. And, yeah, she's just And that she's awesome. still kind of doing it how she wants. All these yeah. years, she's kind of done it how she wants. And yeah. I, that's powerful yeah so this is one where and we're like so over time so we're just yes i'm just i don't know what we're supposed to do with it <laughs> tammy wynette tammy wynette i love tammy wynette you do love tammy wynette it, i i love sad songs so it's perfect <laughs> i think that was kind of it yeah where you were realizing how much you loved sad songs mm-hmm. when you heard her play and yeah. like you and can, it's like and, so sad it's pretty much all she does is sad songs. Yeah. That's all I've ever heard are sad songs from <laughs> but, her. Uh, yeah. I I love Tammy. I love Tammy Wynette. Okay. Corinne Murray. She is amazing. We met her at the Red River Folk Festival. Yeah. Where she was performing as a songwriter herself. Singer-songwriter. Yeah. A solo artist. Yes. Excellent guitar player. Yes. So much so. An amazing guitar player. That she is Michael Martin Murphy's guitar player, lead yeah. guitar player. Yeah. And she's played with Michael Martin Murphy since she was a child. Yeah. Like, literally a child, not mm-hmm. like 18, but like as, yeah. a, as a kid. Yeah. She started playing with Michael Martin Murphy. Murphy and now she's his lead guitar player. But also yeah. writes beautiful yeah. songs and has a beautiful voice. Mm-hmm. And if you're just looking around for her, we'll connect her on the... um the playlist but she's doing live uh facebook lives and things like that even now yeah um when there's not as many shows Mm -hmm. and she's definitely worth going and checking out and listening to okay so this one is a whole episode so we're not even gonna go all into it i think i have an idea what you're gonna say (sighs) elizabeth cotton i want to be elizabeth cotton when i grow up she is amazing (laughs) she is we've talked about a playlist or like songs or people you asked me about this who you wish you knew about 20 years ago Mm -hmm. or 10 years ago or 30 years ago or just people you wish you knew you're always known elizabeth cotton is that person for me yeah she is so she wrote freight train yeah when she was 12 years old she wrote that song yeah that some people and, know. In fact, you were you did it in sound check this last weekend. Yeah. And some guy was came up to me and said, Ben, hey Ben, and said, yeah. um, oh, I know that song because my mom was a huge Peter Paul and Mary fan. Mm-hmm. And so I knew that song from that. Because um, they covered it. Because they covered and it. And Jerry Garcia covered Jerry it. Jerry Garcia covered it. And so, but 
she wrote this when she was twelve. So yeah, and and the the chorus is a uh, freight train, freight train rolling so fast, freight train, freight train rolling so fast. Please don't tell what train I'm on. They won't know what route I've gone. Basically, just saying, uh, don't tell them that I'm on a I'm on a freight train because uh doesn't mean I'm a hobo. Right. It doesn't uh. Like I'm, I don't know how you would write that. Right. Yeah. As a 12 year old. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot, like, I mean. And yeah. What recognizing that. Yes. Her recognition and her, well, she's a whole cool story that we're not going to go all into now, Uh but she's one stop right now. Turn us off. Go listen to her live album that she performed. She was 85 years old, 85, 85. And it's amazing. If you don't fall completely in love with her, wow. I don't like she's amazing. And yes. She's a whole episode. We'll have to get into that. Yeah. She she's probably like a whole two episodes. Yeah, definitely. Two or three. I know. Okay, now I'm really just going to have to list them off yeah. at this point. June and Maybell Car- the Carter family. I love the Carter family. Jean and June and Mother Maybell. Yeah. And all the sisters. Yeah. But I love the Carter family. Our friend Aaron Enderlin. Yes. Great songwriter. Yeah. Our friend Kayla Ray. Kayla, go listen to uh her all of her albums right now. But her most recent one in particular yeah. is one of those that yeah. I can put on and not like it just Listen to it all the way through, mm-hmm. and then start it again. Listen to it all. Yeah. It's so good, and it yeah. goes together so and, well. And also, the one from her from her last album, it was my favorite one from that album. But it's called Room Four Hundred Two. Yes, I love that. Yes. I love that song. Um, Memphis Minnie. Memphis Minnie. Uh, we haven't done many blues people. No, on this Memphis list. Minnie wrote. Uh, she. Uh, well, I th- I'm not sure if. Uh, she definitely like wrote that version of it. Right. I, I'm I'm not sure all the origins and everything of it, but I'm pretty sure that she wrote when the levee breaks. Right. I th- I think that's been documented. Yeah. That like that was <laughs> when Led Zeppelin put that out. They were basically doing Memphis Mini song. Yeah. It wasn't their song. No. Um, Sister Rosetta Tharp. Yeah, she's awesome. She's, she's amazing. Yeah, she's. Uh, I don't, I don't know how far this goes, but I kind of think of her a little bit as like a, even though she's very much a, like a, a religious singer. Right. Uh, but. But she's just, also kind of a rocker. Yeah. But <laughs> I always think of her as like almost an electric Elizabeth Cotton. Right. Because Elizabeth Cotton's acoustic and uh-huh. folk. Yeah. But the way that she tells stories. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Okay, now we really got a list. Yeah. Uh, Roseanne Cash. Yes. Love her. Eileen Jewell. Is it Eileen? Eileen? I think it's Elin. Elin. Elin Jewell. Yeah, she... Which I didn't really know her. You've introduced her to yes. me. Yeah. Uh, I found her because Spotify actually... Uh, I was listening to an album, and then after the album, it played uh, her song High Shelf Booze, which is an awesome song. 
And uh, yeah, go listen to all of her albums. And we'll link to her in the the playlist too. Yeah, Brandy Carlisle. She doesn't need a lot of talk at this. She's a whole yeah. episode. Yeah, and um, I, I always, uh, I've always loved her album, uh, Firewatcher's Firewatcher's Daughter. Daughter. Um, and, uh, but her most recent one, uh, I can't remember the name of it. But it was really, it's really good. Um, yeah, and it, yeah, I mean. Brandy Carlisle. By the probably, way, I forgive you. Yes, that's it. Um, really good. Yeah, really, really and, good. And uh, and also just basically all of our all of our albums. Well, I like Bear like, Creek a lot. Her cover of the Avett Brothers' um, "Murder in the City." Yes, I love that. Really, she does such a good job at that, and makes it very much her own. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Um, our friend Remy Riley. Yes. And uh, she's a local in the Dallas scene. Yes. Uh, she's, I believe, just turned 17 years old. Really? Yeah. Awesome. She is an amazing songwriter and has she a gorgeous awesome. voice. Yeah. Um, plays piano, plays guitar. Mm-hmm. Plays drums. Plays drums. She's pretty cool. She's an awesome songwriter, an awesome singer. Yes. Cool storyteller. Yeah. And she's a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm glad she's your friend. <laughs> um, our friend Simone Nicole, also yes. out of the Dallas Fort Worth area. Yeah. Um, her song Tangerine. Tangerine is one of. Yeah. I actually got to play on a little bit. I got to play the on the recording of it. Right, some slide guitar on that. Yeah, just yeah. a little bit of acoustic slide. Yeah. And uh, I also love her song Golden Ticket. Yes. That was the first yeah. song I ever heard her do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Juliet McConkey. Yeah, she she's got a gorgeous voice, and she yeah. just had an album come out um, during quarantine. Mm-hmm. She's she's really good, yeah, definitely. And again, if you don't know some of the, uh, if you don't know any of the people that we mentioned, just just go listen to all of them. So right I now. have one that people may should know, mm-hmm. and then two more of. Um, people that they may or may not know. Uh-huh. Uh, Ella Fitzgerald. You've been in a, a deep Ella Fitzgerald That's, phase. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not super deep. I don't know many of her albums. But, but you, you've been listening yeah. to her pretty consistently lately. Yeah. And so on Spotify, if you go to her account and scroll, go to discography and scroll all the way down to the compilations... There's this compilation album of her. It's called Pure Ella, and it's just her and a piano, and it's awesome. It's awesome. And also her album, the the very best of the Harold Arlen songbook. It's also a compilation. I love that one. Okay. Now, a couple people that people might not know are a very dear good friend, Jackie Darlene. Yes. She is... Beautiful songwriter. Has a gorgeous voice. Yes. She actually comes from a a songwriting family. Has a strong songwriting heritage in her family. Uh, Yeah. Whitey Shaper. Is her grandfather. Is her grandfather. Yeah. Yeah, Who uh, wrote All My Exes. uh, All My Exes Live in Texas. Live in Texas. And and, uh, yeah, he wrote a bunch of George Strait songs. Yeah. Yeah. uh, the one, le- a bunch of Lefty Frizzell songs. Lefty Frizzell oh, yeah. covered a lot of Whitey Schaefer songs. Um, but Jackie Darlene 
is amazing. She has a new album coming out soon, I believe. Awesome. Yeah. I'm not on the social media, so I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, but she also has some stuff out now, already. Yeah. Some older has. stuff. And she has beautiful songs. Yes. Beautiful, beautiful songs. And Go listen to her. Voice. It's such an amazing voice. Yes. Um, and then the last one I have on our list is Bonnie Bishop. And yeah. saying that, I know we've missed some people. Yeah. And we're way over time. <laughs> so um, we're going to wrap it all up. But Bonnie Bishop is uh, someone that we've seen play live that's a friend of yours. Um, she's another one of those spectacular songwriters yeah. with a voice that just yeah stops you in your tracks. Yeah. Yeah. And... uh yeah, we're definitely way, way, way over so time. So over time, I don't want to even look. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, it's so good. Yeah. There's so many people. And that we'll do the playlist Yeah. so you can go and kind of, it won't be quite as extensive as your blues playlist that you put up there, but yeah, cause I, it's getting I, unwieldy already, yeah, obviously. I, I, I worked on that playlist. Uh, I We literally made the episode just so I could release the playlist. Right. <laughs> it took me like two days to make it. And yeah. And gather all the people and the right. songs. But, yeah, this this should be a cool playlist. And, again, we uh, going through and compiling this, we realized, number one, we're missing people that yeah. that we love and are super influential. And mm-hmm. um, definitely we want you to listen to, but also that um, a lot of these people are whole episodes themselves. Yeah. Probably. Probably all of them. Yeah, it's a pretty cool group of. Yeah. of also, I I do have a uh, an episode of the podcast already with Remy, so you can go check that out. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about Where that. I Y'all have... did one on Zoom, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can go check that out as well. Because she is amazing. She's yeah. so awesome. We love Remy. Yeah. Well, thank you all for listening. Again, this is Jack Barksdale's Root Revival, and uh, see you next time. <laughs>